0: Okay, uh, PUC update with Leo Essentian. Thank you for joining us, Leo.
1: Thanks, Jay. Thanks for having me.
0: A more complete introduction, however, I will rely on my
2: co-host contributor, Marco Mangelsdorf. Welcome, Marco. Thank you, my friend. Always good to be back with me and a mano another madre. Marco, can you give a proper introduction to Leo? Sure. Well, uh, thank you again, Leo, for joining us today. It's always such a pleasure. And uh, Leo has been with the Hawaii Public Utilities Commission now for about two years. And I always like to ask kind of my um, Dorothy, Wizard of Oz question at the end of the film where Glinda the Good Witch, or actually it's the scarecrow that asked Dorothy, well, what have you learned, Dorothy? So uh, to you, Leo, what have you learned? And what, what, would, what advice would the Leo of today give the Leo of a couple years ago as far as do's and don'ts and tips uh, uh, we're working as a commissioner at the Public Utilities Commission. Um, remember, Leo, oh, this is a
0: family show.
2: Yes. Well, I I remember um, when I
1: first got appointed uh, by Governor yige uh, Basically, he told me, you know, go in there. Right? It was, it was the last so many months of Randy wassey's term uh when he retired early, and he said, "Go in there and kick the tire." Right, <laughs> and then come back and tell me if you want to um want to re-up for the for the real six years so i actually did that right and i remember because it was opening day 2020 when when the shutdown has not happened yet and i ran into the governor at the capitol and he's like oh we need to we need to talk right because you went and kicked the tires and i said well i already put my application in governor so it <laughs> gives you an indication. But you know, I think um, the one piece of advice I would probably give myself or, or anyone else right thinking about joining the Commission is uh, be prepared for Um mm. uh, Especially someone right coming in and, and you're not in the energy space per se like 24 uh, seven like Marco is or you know, kind I mean right you're you're coming in there and you're going to learn that the Commission does a lot. And there's a lot of topic, right? And, and it all interconnect and you gotta figure out how it all interconnects, unintended. Uh, but right, you have to like just deal and you gotta deal with it, right? And fine. I mean, two years have gone by. I'm getting a little bit more accustomed to everything. Uh, but still, right? There's still a lot of stuff. Um that you know, I gotta go back and look at old files and things like that to kind of bring myself up to speed on where we are. Um, and that's probably one of the things that um, I think we need to do, right? Is gonna is have this, is gonna check in with everyone and say, where are we? where are we in the, yeah. in the energy scheme in Hawaii? I mean, things have been moving so fast and the like that, you know, we just have to do that. But that's my piece of advice, Marco.
0: Yeah, Leo was. Uh, has there ever been a moment over the past two years where you thought maybe you should have kicked the tires a little harder?
2: <laughs> Got uh, the heck out of the car.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I could have test drive the car, right? But I only had six months basically <laughs> okay. to do it. Um, and uh, right, and and back then there were things that the commission uh, had had goals in mind, and we we for the most part we've accomplished those goals. In the two years, there's still a lot more that we need to do. But you know, for the for what they set out to do, right? Because you got to think, right? I'm coming in in July, and those and those goals are already set by right, by the by the chair at that time, right? Jay, who's the current chair, um, and the like. So you're you're kind of going in there to try to support those goals as well. So uh, maybe if he gave me more time to test drive it, uh, I would have done it. Uh, I'm still, but, I'm, I'm still but, uh, glad I asked you that question. <laughs> I'm. Uh, but, you know, I'm, you know, the, the type of person, Jay, you know me. I mean, I, I'm the type of person, uh, of, it, it takes some time. I know, I realize it takes time, some time to get to know everything, even though I came from the energy space uh, prior, but um, right, I, I'm the open minded person and like I'm there to kind of just soak it all in first and then see where we can go.
0: You know, you you had experience with government before. So you know you were not a, a newcomer to the
1: I'm
0: gonna say the the wheels of government uh when you joined the PUC. But um now after two years and seeing and seeing it under a kind of stress test, right? COVID mm-hmm. has been a stress test and you know it continues. You um, know what, you know uh what what else have you learned? has your view of government changed sitting actually on
1: a commission of this scope and power? Yeah, I think um right I still find myself sometimes um thinking about right how how government actually operates, right? Because as a commissioner, I'm on the regula- on the regulatory side now. Yeah. Right? I'm the guy kind of taking in all the information and making decisions and um right I I think those that information could be come across a lot more clearer um right I I like it you know sort of sort of you know kind of kind of laid out before me I'm a planner right I I like to see how how you planned it and then how you're right actually implementing it so um COVID has not helped in that regard because you got to make snap decisions. At the same time, right, we have requirements to take a look at everything that comes, you know, in the front door and to render a a you know pretty workable decision. Um can't can't rush that those items either. Right. Um, you, know, you know they say that if, if you're in government, um
0: and government is by by definition political. It always is. It has to be mm-hmm. the way it works. Um, and you succeed at something, um, then somebody else takes the credit. Uh, if you fail at something, then uh, then, then you you own it. <laughs> yep.
1: Yep. That's true. Or, or somebody tells you you own it. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Right. Whether you really own it or not doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> what's your What's your favorite docket? What's your favorite case, Leo? Over this time. Uh. The one that has the greatest moment for you, the one that you know writes itself down in history, that one.
1: Um, probably have to say, uh, well, I came in halfway on it, but um, I think the, the, the PBR, uh, performance-based regulation, bucket, um, a lot of hard work went into that by the parties. Uh, I won't take the credit for that. I, I, I just remember, I still remember my first comment to the working group. Uh, was, right, you, you can lock me in a room or you can lock the commissioners in a room and we could come up with the framework but no one's going to be happy. Yeah. That's why, that's how I asked them to be involved and, and stick with it, right? And to their credit, right, a whole year uh, maybe a little bit more than a year 15 months or so they stuck with it and came up with a framework. Um, you know, and, and it's, it's a new way Right, of look of how the, the company or Wine Electric is gonna look at um its profitability and the light and, and try to prioritize their projects. Uh at the same time, uh yet to be seen, right? It's only a year in, right? And they're still adjusting right here and there. And that's what we wanted it to happen, right? We mean we're like right in the mainland and on other other areas. <clears throat> there's been bits and pieces of pbr we have the full package right yeah uh, including all the incentives and all of that so right a year in too early to tell um i think going well i mean there's still yeah there's still adjustments but for the most part i think everybody's kind of settled down now uh there's still we're still making adjustments as well right we work uh, with the working group right so You've been in it for more than 15 months. I would say almost close to two years if, if you go back to, right, phase one of it. Um, I will have to
0: check in with you again as it goes forward. Um, what what yeah. What's your expectation though? I mean, this is a major piece of work for the commission. Um, mm-hmm. It's a lot of, as you said, a lot of new thinking, new ideas, uh, pioneering steps. At the end of the day, uh, Leo, what do you, you know, and you will, you will make an impression um, on the landscape, on the energy landscape, and on the state of Hawaii, for sure, and, and the state's reputation, among other states, too. Yep. Um, what kind of impression do you want to make, and
1: how do you think it will change the landscape? Um, well, first of all, for Hawaiian Electric, I think it would be very key for them, right? I mean, um, this is how they make their they make their profit, how they appear to be, um, you know, quote unquote, profitable to shareholders, right, those who are investing in the company, I think it's very important for them to take a look at how they can maximize the use of PPR, right. And there's, there's a lot of, you know, I see it as it's not black and white, right, you got to take a look at everything and and figure out, right. you know, there's a slew of um kind of incentives there. Which incentives do you take advantage of, right? And and, and when, right? Because we're talking a five-year period that we're gonna try to implement PBR, right? Um, and we gave them other incentives as well as take a look at you know pilot projects, and, and you see the slew of uh, EV pilot projects coming in now, right? So that's one form. Um, so it's really um can the company and can the state of Hawaii, and all of us actually operate within this PBR framework? I think that's going to be the tall side, right? And, and everyone knows, right, there, there's what, what we call off-ramps. I hate to use the word off-ramps, but there's off-ramps along the way. But there's also, you know, places where, if, if the market is not going to help, right, the market sees something wrong and it goes south, Right. We have a chance to get in there and, and to make emergency adjustments if, if needed. Right. Yeah. And we're monitoring that as we yeah. as we go. Well, along. I,
0: I suggest it wouldn't work without that. It has to yeah. be
1: tuned up. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. The other thing that I want to express admiration for you guys, uh, for you and the other members of the commission. You know, you're quasi judicial. Sometimes people forget that. Um, and that means a lot more to the judicial than the quasi, in my opinion. <laughs> and that means you have to maintain um, judicial independence. And you have gone a long way to do that. You have made statements on, on many issues that show that you care about being independent. You don't want to be um, you know, subject to the kinds of things that happen to other state agencies in, in the middle of, the, you know, of a political environment and, and a heightened political environment because of COVID. And I wonder how you feel about that.
1: Uh, yes, you should feel proud about that, Leo. Oh no, yeah, I think um, I think we've always tried to maintain that independence. Um, and you know, speaking for my two years, and also prior, you know, before that, I've dealt with other commissions as well. Um, I think right in in each period of time, they've they've always maintained that independence. Um, I think one of the things we see. Or at least I see that right, some of these things are aged, right? That independent thinking and/or decisions that came out or statements that came out. Um, and they're a little aged. We need to take a look at them again. Uh, we actually are, as a commission now, right? We're we're kind of looking at, I think, you know, what adjustments do we need to make from old, um, you know, from old dockets, old decisions, right? Because Everybody brings them up and then and then you kind of scratch your head and you're like, well, it doesn't quite work here, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or or it's it's impending something or or barring us from doing something, you know, innovative or the like. So I think that's what we need to find, right? There's this independence, but there's also this this kind of I I won't I won't call it power, but it's like this independence to also take a look at past actions right, or statements or anything like that. connecting the, uh, yeah. You have a bunch of questions that uh,
0: maybe drill down on what I've been uh, asking Leo about. You wanna wanna ask some of your questions, Marco?
2: Sure, I think uh, docket 2021-0024 is uh, a juicy one and that's one the commission opened earlier this year to keep an eye on, keep track of these various utility scale renewable energy plus storage in many cases uh, docket uh, to, to keep an eye on all this stuff which is you know across many island or multiple islands, multiple projects and there's a, a once a month kind of report card that Hawaiian uh, electric submits to the commission which is all part of the public record they haven't put out one for this month yet which i'm anxious to take a look at But i mean it's clear from what we're seeing that i mean one big project developer angie pulled out of the 60 megawatt Project here on the Big Island. That was a big deal. And others, such as AES, have cited force majeure issues in terms of putting at risk uh, getting product on time. And what is the the GCOD general completion date? uh, Has been pushed out, pushed out, pushed out. So I'm going to ask you the question I've asked Jenny, and also one that Jay has opined on as well, Jay Griffin. And how concerned are you, Leo? How concerned should people on Oahu be in terms of? these projects, these important projects that are being pushed out in terms of actually going online and uh, affecting that uh, reserve margin between what Hawaiian Electric has available to generate and what the actual demand is. How concerned are you about the uh, tight reserve margin? I think um, the concern is probably more pressing on Oahu.
1: Um, At the same time, the concern is actually every jurisdiction that Hawaii Electric is in, um, right? Because we have some planned retirements on, on Maui, right? We Kahului Power Plant uh, retiring, and then, right? Hawaii, Elko or the Big Island has always had, right? I mean, how can we advance more and more? And you, you mentioned the projects that are pulling out on the Big Island, but we want to make sure that those are, somehow replace, right? Because the planning kind of counted on that, those items coming in. Um, But on Oahu, I think, right, um, well, first and foremost, right, the coal plant ends in September, 2022. Um, There was a lot of projects to come on board, not so much to replace the actual energy coming from it. Some of it was for grid services and the like, but uh, it's more around reliability issues. Uh, what can we do, right, to make sure that we still have reliable power on on Oahu um, come September 2022, right? When our you know modeling that uh, HNEI has done uh, kind of shows gaps here and there, right? Depending on uh, when they fix up some old generators that are on still online and the like, and and we've we've kind of worked with HECO or HNEI worked with HECO to figure all that out as well. Um, And um, so right now it's it's really uh, a little bit of patchwork here and there, right? We've started up some new programs here on Oahu, uh, the battery bonus, what we call the battery bonus program. Uh, There's another more formal name for it. Uh, and things like that to kind of just shore up the gap a little bit, right? And we're talking a 50 megawatt gap, um, right? There's proposals here and there to, I wouldn't say repower, but um, take a look at biomass on Oahu, right? Converting the AES plant. Um, And and I, I would say there's no other shortage of ideas on what to do. It's, right, I think it's how do we get these projects that were approved right on time, right? You talk about that docket, right? Uh, 2021-0024, that started looking at the interconnection process that was delaying a lot of projects, right? And And that was going on before we opened that docket, right? We said, you know, we finally needed something, somewhere to talk about instead of all the individual dockets for each of those projects because we saw the delay in the interconnection process uh, right with all the studies and all of that pushing out the gcod date right then you get covid right you get the pandemic you get the shutdown and now you got supply chain issues you get a gamut right and uh all related but you're seeing uh right different issues kind of take Precedents now on the urgency, right? So and we're causes- likely
0: to have we're likely to have even more uh, pressing problems. Omicron is here, and uh, you know it was it was not unanticipatable. It's here, and it is going to have an effect a on the supply line issue, and it's b it's going to have an effect on the economy in general. So you know what's what's your worst case analysis about getting
1: things in order for September first? Yeah, I think, um, you know, at at this point, is really just trying to get as many of those projects that were approved, right, up and running. And I think it's not so much the September 1st deadline. I mean, we asked all of the developers how you can move up, right, minimum of six months. Everybody came back and said, we can't do six months. A couple of them said we can do three months um a couple of them said well it's three months but you know you got to give us one month of a lag so it's really only two months right so i mean there are all these different ideas but the main point is right hopefully we can shore up right like about a, a two to three month difference so really for the commission it and you get online 2022 and then right these other projects that are are still being approved and the like, right? Yeah, you have kind of like outside dates, 2023, 2024, 25. How can you come on sooner, right? So it's the whole gamut. It's not only those that were targeted for 22, um, it's, right, how can we climb? I mean, some things are totally out of our, like if if they're claiming, like Marco said, some force majeure uh, and, and I don't think anyone has actually invoked force majeure. It's just notice of force majeure, right? That Hawaiian Electric still needs to take a look at it if it's really a force majeure issue. And but some things are really out of the control of the commission. I mean, the supply chain issue is not only the supply chain issue, but also the uh, withholding by the Department of Commerce or Customs, right? Of panels coming from a certain Company in China, right? And and what do you do with that, right? You some of that stuff is coming already, or even in, in the ports, right? But can't get out. Yeah, well, uh, Los
0: Los Angeles uh, has has fifty some odd ships that are at anchor outside the port, not going anywhere. So you know, this this takes us to the question of. Uh, Gee whiz, with all of that, with all these issues, troubles, challenges, deadlines, and all that, you still have to maintain your basic mission, that is to move to clean, move to renewable energy, no matter what. And that includes, you know, a discussion here today of Hohunua,
2: to the extent you can talk about it. Marco, you want to frame the question about Hohunua? Sure. Uh, we've been talking about this a lot over the months. Obviously, it's been a big, uh, hot topic in more ways than one. Uh, the commission is doing uh, the so-ordered evidentiary hearing in January. You know, correct me if I'm wrong here, Leo. You know, looking at the Marco tea leaves, I think it's reasonable to assume there will be a DO from you guys' decision order sometime in the April, May, June range. That seems to me to be within the realm of possibility. And then, you know, we'll, we'll see where the chips and the tea leaves fall after that. And I know there's not a whole lot you can say about that, but let me ask you this. Now that we've got, I think, a new RFP in, in the works for a firm generation, firm and dispatchable generation here on this island, uh, is there anything stopping Honua Ola, aka Hu Honua, from bidding on, uh, on that RFP as well? Um,
1: I, I do not see anything. Um, the latest on that is uh, Hawaiian Electric did ask to. Uh, kind of delay that for I, be, I believe about a month or two, uh, because of the uh, energy right pulling out, um, right. That was um, right. They they wanna. I think my understanding is one of the things they wanna look at is if they can expand that RFP to be island wide, right? Because I think it was focused on on the East Hawaii side, but now right with with, with energy. Pulling out and then right, like having to deal with right because it's all resource too, right? It's multi-resource. It's not just a renewable resources. Uh, we're going to look for renewable, but it's right, firm and not firm, um, firm and intermittent. If, right. if you want, if you want to kind. But um, right, that's been delayed. You need some time to take a look at that. How can you know? We're doing it. We. We don't need to do another one, right, on the heels of this one. Uh, but there, I I do not see anything um, barring or even, um, you know, telling Hohunua, uh not to bid into that as well. I think the the one thing that might need to be worked out is the whole right. Are are you are you competing on a level playing field? Right. Right. I think that's always been the question, right, when we when do these all resource type of RFPs, right, um, and, right, I, I think, right, for me, uh, as a planner, um, right, at, at this point, and, and seeing what I've seen over the past couple of years on the commission, uh, I think we really need that balanced portfolio, right, not not one resource is going to solve all of our problems. Well, the near term and the, the, the farther term out, I think we we need to really look at uh, and be open to any type of resource kind of coming in to to hit what Jay was mentioning. Right, our our eventual goal of 100% RPS in 2045 being uh, right is 0 carbon and the like by X by the same year i think we we need to be a, we need to open it up a little bit more as far as what i see i mean i think we've always we've always said that as a commission it's just how you're looking at the rfps and what's coming in what is competitive at the moment um i think i i remember talking with kic a couple of years ago and this was before uh, they were coming in with their uh, hydro project uh, on the on, uh, west kawaii and uh, they asked me they like hey you know how is the commission going to see this right and right and, and for yeah you see right i thought well you, we're going to cross that bridge when we get there but i see it right you did all the low-hanging fruit right the more competitive price things solar basically right and now you're getting into the more expensive, more technologically advanced, more, right, uh, capital-intensive project. Yeah, it's going to be expensive. How do we deal with that?
2: Let, let, let me more kind thing of Before we
0: break, uh, Marco, we only have one one question, one more que- time for one more question, and that is, um, you know, I mentioned early on, Leo, that that the commission has to have as a quasi-judicial organization a certain amount. A large amount, in my opinion, of judicial independence, um, but you are subject to getting questions from legislators uh, and other agencies. I suppose, I, I, if if I were sitting as a judge in a purely judicial, you know, environment, uh, I wouldn't I, myself. I wouldn't take questions. Thank you very much for your question. Have a nice day. Um, but uh, I'm afraid you can't necessarily do that. Uh, what's what's going? Why don't you frame the question about this, Marco? Um, because this is a, a serious issue to maintain. Uh, what do you want to call it? quasi
2: judicial independence. Sure, Jay. I mean, there uh, there are a number of uh, elected representatives. In this case, uh, at least one senator that I know of, Senator Donna Donna Mandela Cruz, the chair of the WAM committee, who is taking uh, a uh, shall I say keen interest in the uh, activities and decisions of the Public Utilities Commission. And uh, yeah, that certainly uh, is prerogative to do so. And I'm, I'm wondering kind of what you expect if you look at your, your crystal ball there, Leo, because we got a legislative session that was uh, scheduled to open in less than two months in January. And uh, the, there are always a whole bunch of bills introduced in the first days, right? What do you anticipate or what do you see as possible legislative, um, I wanna be careful here, le- legislative suggestions in terms of the priorities and the decisions of the puc um well, I, you know
1: I I look at it from the planning standpoint um I think uh right right and it, it's the appearance of how these decisions are coming out I think we need to like I said right we need to be a little bit more balanced we need to start considering other items um on the in the portfolio if you will um, and and i think some of the right the what the legislature is seeing right they they, they look at the action right and the actions don't seem to be that balanced i think that's where uh, at least some of the senators on 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 the ways it means committee have been to their uh, meetings on hawaii their visits on Kauai and also on maui Right And there's more and more of them on on Wham um, that have these questions, and some of them blend into other their other um, committees as well, right with uh, Senator Warkai on energy, also Senator Misalucha on on energy and the like right they're They're coming up with these questions, and all of them seem to pan around how can we be a lot more balanced, right? How can we be a lot more? open to different types of projects. And yes, there's trade-offs, right? If you talk biomass, right? Yes, there is the greenhouse gas issue, right? But then where does, my question has always been, even to like HNEI, where in the range of uh, resources is biomass as far as GHG, right? And 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 the like and and you know right it, somewhere it's 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 less than fossil fuel, right? But it's more than solar, right? That's the kind of answers I get back, right? not definitive, and then not anywhere close to Hawaii-based data, because we just don't have a lot of that data per se. Uh, but that that's the kind of answers we get. In and that so,
0: in that in that gradient, uh, Leo, uh, where does it stand as against
1: LNG? You know, I haven't looked at that one. I haven't looked at LNG. It's well. a theoretical question only. I yes. Know. Yes. Uh, but I think, you know, we're gonna see some bills coming up um, that will take a look at what the commission looks at, um, how we should be looking at it, um, right? And and I think the the way I always look at legislation it's not an immediate thing, because even if it was an immediate thing, right, it would take us six to 12 months to set that up. And by that, right, you're you're into a new administration, you're all right. So that's the other part I take with a grain of salt for this coming session. It right? is the second year of the biennium. It's an election year. Uh, the administration is going to change midway through that fiscal year. Right? How much does it really get done, right? And I think that's going to be um, at least the key be for for some legislators. Some of it, right? I I hear things and I kind of like, well, you know, well, great. We're going to at least start the discussion. Right? It's one of those. I mean, Jay talks about me being in government. a while. maybe I'm painted that way,
0: with how I look at the legislative <laughs> sessions.
1: It's, where, it's a it's a valuable
0: experience.
1: Yeah, yeah I mean, right. Um, Right. With, with the pandemic, what I see is that there's a lot of fish to fry and a lot of stuff to get resolved. Um, I think one of the key is going to be, and, and, and it's not only for the ledge, but also for the administration and also like for us specifically. And um, in that regards, that's why we're quasi judicial, right? We're still an executive branch agency, right? So, yeah. so the legislature can can poke and prod on us, just like how uh, the executive branch can poke and prod on us. So I think right, it's gonna be, what is the priority? What is the priority? Which one will make sense to do? Which ones are uh, on a spectrum, even if you pass it, will go, right, we will really be set up a year from next date. Um, right, I, I mean, it's going to be, I, I mean, I can also see the flip side where they tell us, "Hey, hurry up and do it by the end of the year," right, which means the end of the administration, right? To put the pressure on. I, I can see that as well. I- I'm not sure which way it's gonna go at the moment. Um, I- I'll say that. Uh, but I, I think, I don't know. I I am I'm one that expects that kind of stuff, having been in government, right? I mean. It- It's a time, but it's also right when you look at it from another standpoint. It might be the time to do it, right? I've always said, right. A a lot of my uh, talks that I've I've given over the years, right. We're we're at a turning point on everything that we need to do, right? Economy, energy. I think uh, Jay heard me say it as far as uh, climate issues, right. We're at a point, turning point, and when is that? Right? When is that real date And then we got to really go over the hub, right? And I, I think, right, this session could be the one, yeah. um, right, to kind of set the tone already for the coming uh, four, four to eight years.
0: Man, we're out of time. Marco, we're out of time. Uh, could you give a very exuberant thanks to Leo for coming down? Uh, and, uh, and close the show. Would you mind,
2: Marco? Well, I'll close it with this When Leo said poke and frat, I thought poke okay, prod. And I thought, whoa, I'm getting hungry. And then you said fish to fry. And I thought you could do it with a panko crust or a little <laughs> garlic butter and wine. So I'm even hungrier now. So, uh, but in the meantime, as we all wait for lunch, uh, yeah, thank you so much, Leo, for joining us today. It's, it's always such a pleasure. I always learn so much. And I, I do hope we can count to have you back on with us soon, my friend. Thank you, Marco. Thank you, Leo. We hope to see you again soon. Aloha.